Alright, welcome to another episode of Gin and Truth. I'm the captain of this ship, Robert motherfucking Reed. I got a tumble full of got mindful of thoughts. Let's go. shit uh no videos today uncle bobby just he's got a rant because as usual there's a topic that's just sitting on all kinds of bullshit and as the title suggests texas king i've been doing this topic since quite literally my lenovo days no yeti microphone i'm screaming like a lunatic just so the audio is barely vis uh audible uh Texas can't be saved. I've been, I've been saying that since I opened up my laptop for the first time and started these fucking shows. Once upon a time, Texas was a place to be proud of, right? We were that stereotypical, you know, frontier, rough, tough, you know, we were, we were John Wayne toilet paper. We were rough, we were tough, and we didn't take shit off of anybody. We were independent. You stood on your own. You earned what you worked for, the blase and the fucking glavenoids. You know, you want to talk about kind of your stereotypical alpha Southern man? Texas motherfucker. You took your hat off indoors. You opened up a door for a lady. Not anymore. Not anymore. So much, in fact, I truly wonder, was all that just a facade? you know, 30 some odd years ago when Texas kind of wanted to portray this, you know, rough and tough, independent, stereotypical fuck face. That, and this is going to be all kinds of bullshit. I'm just going to rant and ramble I'm, because this place sucks. Gang, Texas blows. I'm going to say this maybe one or two times by that, probably five or six during this show. For my family members that do not live in the United States, much less the state of Texas, if you're wondering why this affects you, because as the United States goes, you go. You understand that Texas isn't just a red state. This is a Trump state. You understand that? As of how many months ago, there was still a billboard, not 20 miles from my house in the city where I live for Donald Trump. You understand that? I'll be getting on the road here this time next week to go back to the swamp. Do you understand right when I get outside of the city of Houston, what kind of billboards I'm going to be subjected to? Not just the fun ones, which I still do the 8334 truth. I just put on my screen. Those are the, uh, the Jesus worshiping billboards. And they've got a hotline. I call every time with some real fucked up. I, I can't stop jerking off. And, you know, oh, it's, it's fucking hilarious. But half the signs are going to be pro-Trump. The leading Republican candidate right now to win the White House is Donald Trump. Texas is a big part of that. So if you want to know why it is, you should keep listening to this because of that. As the United States goes, you go. So listen up. Back to the fucking state of Texas. Again, this place just fucking blows. And again, so much, in fact, that that facade from 30, 40 years ago, I truly think it was just a facade. I'm starting to think this is who Texas actually is. Then again, attitude reflects leadership. 
something else I've said since my Lenovo days. You show me a tough and gritty football team, I will show you a tough and gritty coach, right? My own personal experience. My head coach in college was softer than baby shit. My defensive coordinator, the fucker was sandpaper on two legs. Why did my screen just freeze? There we go, back on top. Gary Darnell was tough, gang, and he expected toughness from us. He earned our respect, but it was my senior year <laughs> that he had a knee surgery. This wasn't life or death. It was an orthopedic issue. But coach's thing was, you know, football 101, rub some dirt on it, get your ass out there. Let's say Coach Darnell, and this was during summer camp, back in the brutal days of summer camp. If you don't know what that is, look it up. Let's say Coach Darnell had that uh, surgery on a Monday. By doctor's order, he took Tuesday off. He was back out there on a Wednesday, right? Still had surgical wounds. By the time Friday came along, the fucker had an infection. You could smell it while he was on the sidelines and you were on the field. And God forbid you made a mistake. He's sweating, got like a hundred two degree temperature. He's delirious. Robert, come over here, motherfucker. They're like, oh, fuck me. Because now you got to be there next to that smell. He had one of those drainage bags and the color was like purple, black, yellow, and puke green. And he was right. He was like, you should have dropped to the hook to curl, you motherfucker. And you're just sitting there holding your nose. You're like, God, are you done, coach? We were tough because our Defensive coordinator was tough. Again, we already would have walked through coals, hot coals for that motherfucker. After he displayed that, it was like, I'll do it twice on my hands and my feet. If he could do that, then I can do this. Attitude reflects leadership, gang. Again, we may not have been the best defense in NCAA football, but we were definitely the grittiest. You guys understand how elections work. You just don't fill out an application. They're like, all right, you're the governor. People go in there and they vote for who they believe will do the most amount of good for the most amount of people. And we keep electing the biggest pieces of shit out there. Governor Perry, hashtag not a fan. And again, I just random shit. I remember when he was running for governor, uh, for president. And at this stage of the game, Rick Perry was pretty much his his campaign was dead. He just wasn't ready to call time of death. So it got to a point where he stopped talking about politics. Dr. Belch, hashtag unprofessional. He stopped talking about politics and he started talking about Jesus. That's all he had left. It was his last-ish effort. <clears throat> King, I think I should pause this because this is a fucking fantastic part. It's three o'clock in the morning and Tubi has got all the uh, DC cartoon movies. And now Shazam is kicking the shit out of Superman. Yeah, I'm going to rewind that one and watch it later. Back on topic. <clears throat> and he's just throwing these desperation punches. And at that time, in the history of YouTube, this was the single most disliked video out there. And he cut a commercial. And it's him, you know, in a woodsy area. He's got on his hunter's jacket and his blue jeans. And, you know, he starts out with, a, what is it? 
I'm not ashamed to say I'm a Christian. Again, go fuck yourself, Christians. Oh, how brave you are to stand up in the middle of the United States and claim Christianity. I'm not ashamed to be a Christian. But you don't have to be a Christian to know that there's something wrong when gays can serve openly in our military, but kids can't pray in school. He got hammered for that. And he should have gotten hammered for that. But these are these are the people that we elect as our fucking leaders. And it's embarrassing, gang. And then I remember there was a gubernatorial debate. And again, it's like, go fuck yourselves. Again, his logic was bulletproof. It just doesn't address reality. And this is the fucker that's leading one of the largest states in the country. And during the gubernatorial debate, it was, you know, comprehensive sex education or abstinence only education, which that just kind of seemed like an oxymoron. All right. Here's abstinence only uh, education. Don't fuck. Of course, he's up here talking about the only way to get this right is abstinence only. And it got to a point where not just his debate opponent was knocking it out of the park. It was, he was sounding so fucking stupid that even the moderator was like, okay. And we're just pulling out all these stats and facts on the benefits that come with educating kids versus just scaring them to death. And he said, you know, abstinence works. He just kept saying that. And here's the thing, gang. He's right. He's absolutely right. The one 100% way to not get someone pregnant or to become pregnant, the the 100% fail-safe method to not contracting or passing an STD is not to fuck. He's absolutely right. His argument doesn't address reality one ounce, right? Teenagers are still going to fuck. So call me crazy. I think it's best to arm them with all the possible information you can and then cut them loose and hope they make the right choice, right? But my point is these are the people that we keep putting in leadership positions. Greg Abbott, Greg Abbott, what a spineless little fucking toad. He didn't start out like this. He didn't. I didn't vote for the fucker, but he didn't start out like this. I told you I'm an independent, right? I will openly admit if a Democrat's doing good, if a Green Party person's doing good, if a Republican. I have no real party affiliation. Fast forward to the Trump years. He, like others, started out saying all the right things. Donald Trump's a pathological liar and a sack of shit. Well, at the end of this conversation, guess who was juggling Donald Trump's nuts all in his mouth? And you know you were doing wrong when, you know, Donald Trump is singing your praises. And, you know, like during COVID, right? I want to praise, you know, the great governors, uh, Ron DeSantis and um, Greg Abbott, the Blase and the fucking Glavenoids. Again, when Donald Trump is singing your praises, you have fucked up. But after that, it got to a point to where I guess Greg Abbott wasn't sucking the dick enough. And so Donald Trump put his ass out on blast, talked crazy shit about him to get back in his good graces. When Donald Trump came back to Texas for some fucked up ass rally, you know who was out there? Greg Abbott, 
Greg fucking Abbott. And he was like the, you know, the fucked up equivalent to Flavor Flav, right? That short guy that kept, you know, was the hype man for Kid Rock back in his heyday. He just got on the mic, right? Are you ready for Donald Day Trump? Are you ready? Look the clip up. Are you ready for Donald? He just sat there and sucked the dick. I'm like, you spineless little fucking jellyfish. This man just talked shit about you. And the first thing you're going to do is get on your knees and juggle his nuts all in your mouth. That's Texas. And again, he didn't fill out an application. He was voted in. And we continue to vote him in. Tort reform. Greg Abbott went for a job. For those of you who are not aware, Greg Abbott did not start out in a wheelchair. He was 100% able-bodied. He went for a jog. Long story short, a tree fell on him, broke his back. He's now confined to a wheelchair. He sued. He got paid. He is a rich man. As a result of that lawsuit, you know what I have to say to that? Get paid. Get paid. <clears throat> That's not my problem with Greg Abbott. Greg Abbott, and the, the, I've said all this before, gang. This is what I'm saying, Texas can't be saved. After his multi-million dollar payday for that accident, he struck down the law. The exact same law that got him paid, he struck down. Not only could you go jogging on the exact same day of the week that he went jogging, you can go on the exact same corner and get hit by the exact same tree, suffer the exact same injury, and not get paid like Greg Abbott. That lawsuit, what that law was so fucked up and he was so passionate about it, he officially didn't give any of the money back. That is the ultimate case of shutting the door behind you. All the lawsuits for me, none for thee. How do you sleep at night other than upside down after sucking the blood out of the neck of virgins? How do you sleep at night doing that? Then again, it'd been one thing. I was like, man, this is all kinds of fucked up. I'm going to strike this down and I'm going to give the money back. This, this, is, this is a terrible ruling. No. Greg Abbott got paid and he said, fuck everyone else. This is our leadership, which means this is Texas. Ted Cruz. How many of you just threw up in your mouth right when I said fucking Ted Cruz? Ted fucking Cruz. Another spineless fucking jellyfish. And again, what hurts my heart more about this fuckface is we had every opportunity to get him out of power. I still remember. And again, for those of you that are OGs of this show, you've heard all this before. <coughs> but I was the odd man out one time. Two couples and then my black ass. And it was round one of Beto O'Rourke versus Ted Cruz. We had an opportunity to get him out of office. And I remember it was the husband from this couple breaking the balls of the wife from the other couple. Both couples are highly conservative. But this has got nothing to do with conservative versus liberal. This is a character call right here. And he turned to her and was like, you're going to vote for Beto? And I'll never forget her response. Fuck no. 
Those fuck faces sat there and looked at Ted Cruz's background and said, this is the man for me. We had every opportunity to get his ass out. And apparently Ted Cruz didn't start being an asshole when he got into Texas politics. You guys seen those behind the scenes? He, his college roommates were like, this dude was a piece of shit. Wasn't it like Al Franken was like, it's impossible to hate Ted Cruz any more than what I already do. He's always been a sack of shit. But Texas keeps voting them in. So what does that say about us? Y'all know the drill, right? The fuck face sat there. And in the beginning, like Abbott and everyone else, what do you think about Donald Trump? He's a coward. He's a sniveling. He said all the right things. And even I was like, hey, discount Wolverine. You do it. Yeah, man. Just keep talking. You're right, Ted Cruz, Ted Cruz. Donald Trump's a sack of shit. Fast forward about four months. Who was phone banking for the exact same man that he accused of being a pathological liar and a sack of shit? Donald Trump called Ted Cruz's wife an ugly ass dog. And he didn't whisper it. He said it out loud, put it on social media. I'm not married, not anymore. But if I had someone in my life romantically like that, I'm going to tell you what. Again, that stereotypical Southerner, you're looking at him. No, we, we, let's just say we're not. Oh, go fuck yourselves. When I was married. Really long story short, and just to show you what kind of character he has, this person's currently in the middle of a 16-year stretch in prison. But a former co-worker, long story short, and I do mean a long story. <coughs> we, let's just say, got into it. He was getting a divorce, the Blasi and the Glavenoids, and he concocted this lie that some way, somehow, according to his attorney, my then wife was making his life difficult. She's saying this, the blood. And I was like, stop. You can stop. Pick up your phone right now. Call your attorney in front of me. Put this fucker on speakerphone. Because not only am I going to chew his or her ass out, I'm going to do it to you as well. Pick up your phone. Call your attorney right now. You know what he did? <laughs> Bob, you know I'm sure. He... My point, no, you're not going to talk about my wife. You can go fuck yourself. And I told him after that moment, and I was like, when I told him, pick up your phone, call your attorney right now. We're not going to have a talk. I'm chewing both of you out right here in front of me. And when he didn't do it, and as I was leaving work, I said, don't you ever talk to me again. We aren't friends. We are barely co-workers. And keep my wife's name, that's quote noted historian philosopher Will Smith, out your fucking mouth. I'm not joking. That was just one on one. Donald Trump blasted the shit out of Heidi Cruz. Then he proceeded to get on his back and allow Donald Trump to teabag him in front of everybody. This is someone that we keep electing to public office, gang. A spineless jellyfish, a heartless fucking little toad. Attitude reflects leadership. This is who we are. This is who we are. Ted Cruz with Uvalde, Texas. Again, I'm really starting to think that maybe it's the guns. Call me crazy. But again, 19 kids and two adults. 
They weren't shot. They were butchered. That style of weaponry is a meat cleaver. It is. To an underdeveloped body, it's a meat cleaver. These kids were showing up at the coroner's office without a head attached to their neck. You guys know the story. Because Uvalde, Texas is not big. And the dude was like, I know all these kids. And as it got to a point, it was like, I recognize this girl because she always wore green Converse high tops. I recognized the body and the shoes, but there was no head attached. This is, this is what our Second Amendment is doing to us. Ted Cruz took his monkey ass to Uvalde, Texas, and it was a complete photo op, right? Me and Heidi are lifting the victims up in prayer, the blase and the glavenoids, be to be to be to be to be. Not five days after the Uvalde shooting, he was in Houston, Texas. Probably about a three-hour trip from Uvalde, Texas, because an NRA meeting was going down. He sat there in front of those victims and their families saying all the bullshit, all the bullshit, then went to an NRA rally and then proceeded to kick all the taglines. What's the only thing that stops a bad guy with a gun? A good guy with a gun. You can have my guns when you pry from my cold dick. I'm not going to sit here and say, I mean, just go fuck yourselves. How is this possible? But again, attitude reflects fucking leadership. And you guys know I can go on for days about fucking Ted Cruz. But let's just get right into why it is I'm really pissed the fuck off. Besides just Texas. Texas loves to jerk off about being not only a red state, but a pro-life state. And again, we're not pro-life in this fucking state. We're not. We are pro-forced birth. And just about all social metrics, we're at the bottom. What we spend on mental health care, we're like 43rd last time I checked in terms of either no insurance or poorly insured citizens. We suck at everything, gang. All social metrics we suck at. But the only thing that this place has got good is fucking sports and Tex-Mex. <clears throat> and it's the same old bullshit, right? Stop having babies you can't afford. Well, maybe we should start talking about comprehensive sex education. What's frustrating gang besides all of it is our problems have solutions and the solutions are sitting right there in front of your fucking face but we continue to elect the people who look at those easy solutions and just say fuck it fuck it you don't get to call yourself pro-life when after that baby is born conservatives you do everything you can to almost actively kill that motherfucker Right. And I still remember there was one conversation a long time ago at work. And because the lady that I was training was a social worker at the time. <clears throat> and it was an actual case to where 
you know, she had a baby young, so her baby had babies young, but the grandmother got her shit in order. She got a license to practice medicine. She was a nurse. Nurses aren't making three quarters of a million, but she was finally in a spot in her life where she could, she could do it on her own. Well, her daughter had committed a crime, went to jail. And I came, it was like two or three grandkids she had from her daughter. It was like, there's no way these little fuckers are going into foster care. Those are my grandkids. I'll take it. Now, a nurse's salary just covered her expenses, gave her some food to eat. But fast forward, now that paycheck has to be stretched over four mouths, not just one. And she couldn't do it. And so kind of the thought behind it was, you know, does someone like that, should they qualify for government assistance? And I'm just like, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, for the people, by the people, I can't think of a bigger example of for the fucking people. All the conservative talking points, why don't you just work hard? She is, she is. And one of my coworkers, again, hardcore conservative Christian. And it, still, I, I remember walking away from this conversation and it's like, well, it's not the government's job. It's like, what the fuck else should they be doing? Right? She's paying taxes for fuck's sake. She should get some help. And it was like, well, that's what her church is for. And back then, gang, I was still a Christian when this person said it. And I was like, well, what if she doesn't believe in a God? What if she doesn't go to church? His response, well, she should. Go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. We are not pro-life. We are pro-forced birth. All we care about is making a woman do what the fuck it is we tell her. Hey, just so you know. Then again, it does not matter the means. Was it consensual sex? Was it a rape? It doesn't fucking matter. It's not your meat. It's not your fucking call. I can't believe that this is an actual topic of conversation. Where the fuck was I? This just pissed me the fuck off, gang. Jesus, I got to get out of here. Oh, that there it is. Good job, Anger. Way to bring me back in. We aren't pro-life. We're pro-force birth. We are pro-making ladies say to do what the fuck it is we tell them to do. Now, let's get right to the obvious, right? The health of the mother and rape. Let's start with the R word. If a woman is violated and she becomes pregnant from that encounter. Now, again, there are people who feel that they, if that happened to them, and sometimes people put their money where their mouth is. They're like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to keep this pregnancy, right? God's will, whatever the fuck your mindset is. Okay. Then there are the people like, you got to be fucking kidding me. I am not maintaining this pregnancy. I'm not going to have a nine-month reminder of what the fuck happened to me. And I already know me. There's absolutely no way I'm going to be able to see this child and not see what happened. And everything in between. It should be her choice. And I told you all before, Christian conservatives, you need to sit this one out. Because I've heard this online before and I've had people say this to my face. Because again, when it comes time when to talk about pregnancy through sexual violation, what's one of the more common comebacks? 
We shouldn't punish the child for the crimes of the father. Christians, if that's the case, welcome to atheism. That's the foundation of your fucking business model. Dirt man and rib woman committed a crime. So as a result, apparently I'm guilty. Again, you guys are a bunch of fucking hypocrites. Also, if that child is born anything other than a fucking Christian or raised as anything other than a Christian, you'll never guess what's going to happen to that incredibly sacred life. They're going to burn in hell forever. And all you got are fucked up ass excuses. Like, well, they didn't look at the trees. I mean, there's your big fucking problem, Uncle Bobby. I mean, how did you think they got here? Well, their parents fucked. You know what I mean? God made that. (laughs) There are no excuses except for pure and adulterated hatred and misogyny. (laughs) There's no reason to be pro-force birth. None at all. Because again, pro-choice is the only logical place to be on this topic and it's choice not abortion choice again it's not your meat so it's not your fucking call if a room full of women got together and decided which man had to have a vasectomy it would be january the 6th all over again please go fuck yourselves but the other one and this is the real-time example that's setting me the fuck off. There was a woman in the state of Texas recently and I think she had two kids or maybe a kid. I just built hashtag and professional. She already had a kid and this pregnancy was all kinds of fucked up. If I'm not mistaken, the fetus, the embryo, the blastocyst, zygote, Franklin, Jonathan, Stephanie, whatever term makes you happy passed away inside of the mother. And I can't remember all the medical details. I think I was too busy being mad that a motherfucker to dig it, to absorb them all. But basically it was threatening her life. Texas said no. Texas said no. Or maybe the baby was dying. But either way, the mother's health, her life, They were literally on the line. They were literally on the line. She went in for what she thought was a well-earned, sad, but well-earned abortion procedure. You know what they say that Texas said? Go fuck yourself. Yeah, I don't think you heard me. My life is literally in danger. You know what Texas said? What seems to be the problem? Did you not read the assignment? Did did you not see the fine print? I own your fucking pussy, bitch. But it's my body. I have basically a time bomb in my stomach. Are you not catching the fact that I could die from this? What did the state of Texas say? Bitch, go pound sand. I told you what to do. And that is keep that time bomb in your belly. That's what the state of Texas said to her. Now, I don't think this lady is related to the Rockefellers, but she had enough money to pick up, go somewhere else and get the procedure to save her life. How many women have the ability to do that? How many people, period? How many stories are we not hearing 
of people who are in the exact same situation that don't have the financial means to go to another state, get an abortion to save their, to literally save their life. This is the state of Texas, gang. This is where I live, not for long. I can't just, just imagine that for a second. And then I think there's a group called Mothers Against Greg Abbott or something. And they made a fun, it was funny. And it was a doctor, patients, a man and his wife. <clears throat> and the doctor used all these big words and terms. And basically it was like, this pregnancy is going to be all kinds of fucked up. And there's a good chance you're going to die. And, you know, if you guys need any time to, you know, talk it out. So the doctor leaves the mom and the dad sit and talk. It's like, yeah, we, we should. Yeah. The doctor comes back in and, and it keeps talking. It's like, yeah, we, we've, we've come to a decision and we've decided the best thing for us to do is to terminate the pregnancy. The doctor says, yeah, let's call Greg. And that's when the somber music, you know, ends. And he hear the dad say, who the fuck is Greg? Talking about Greg Abbott. So the doctor, of course, picks up the phone. This is all a skit, of course. Picks up the phone and is like, hey, Greg, yeah, this, we just gave this failed diagnosis to the baby growing inside of her belly. And, you know, this could end her life. What's that? She has to. Okay. So this is our reality, Texas. There's a shit ton wrong with this state, but the fact that we got up and we pounded our chest, bragged, I've seen clips and I'm so pissed off that I can't watch them all, but I watched like maybe five seconds of it and Ted Cruz, spineless discount rack fucking Wolverine with the ability to grow the most fucked up looking facial hair I've ever seen on an adult man. And they asked him about the ruling. You know, that lady was going to fucking die because of the fucked up ass rules that you guys worked hard to pass. He literally ran away from that. He knows he's wrong. Conservatives, you know you're wrong. Because at the end of the day, this is a rule that doesn't affect you. Governor Abbott put out the fucking abortion bounty. Here's literally a bounty. You get $10,000. I'm not joking. Look it up. If you can spill the beans on a neighbor or a family member that's going to have an abortion, you get 10 grand. If you are the doctor who provides an abortion in the state of Texas, jail time. Doesn't stop there, fuck faces. And I'm not joking. Look it up. If Susie Q calls an Uber, Lyft, and that rideshare company takes that lady to a hospital for an abortion, they will find that driver and throw the driver in jail. How is that the least bit okay? But more on the bounty. In Austin, you know, Rollingwood, BK, uh, Rollingwood, Pemberton, Clarksville, I'm thinking about all the rich portions of Austin, Texas. That law is not for them. So $10,000 is for the people on 51st, on Rosewood, Pleasant Valley, Runberg, poor people, 
poor minorities. If you got more money than a motherfucker, what's a quick trip to New York to you? Nothing. It's a vacation. If someone in your life, your wife, your daughter, your mistress gets pregnant and you you live in Pemberton, what seems to be the problem? I'll just go to a state that will provide me an abortion. Right. Who's going to what rich person is going to rat on another rich person over 10 G's? That's a vacation. Give me a break. That's, that's an ATM withdrawal. But when you don't know if you can keep your lights on. If you're constantly borrowing from Peter to pay Paul, $10,000 is a shit ton of money. He makes that law knowing in advance who's more than likely going to be the ones to take advantage of the $10,000 bounty. This also ties into who they're trying to get to stop voting. Democrats. I live in a state that is devoid of morality and we continue to act like we do. King Uncle Bobby's only giving you one big motherfucking problem. So as a result, Uncle Bobby's giving you one big motherfucking solution. The state of Texas, shut the fuck up. Texas can't be saved. Texas is the equivalent of the song by E-40, Captain Sabo. Is I, is I, or should I save her? I don't want to be saved. Texas, that's you. You like this. You like wallowing knee deep in your own shit. You love rubbing it all over your body and on your face. Then you love to stand next to people and it's like, don't I smell good? What are you offended that I'm just rubbing shit all over my body? What are you a snowflake? Texas, that is us. I'm moving out of this motherfucker. <laughs> There's only one reason why I'm staying here. And when that final chapter has been written, I'm out. I'm out. There's no redeeming qualities about this fucking place. And our attitude reflects in our leadership choices. John Cornyn, Ted Cruz, Greg Abbott, Rick Perry, all the people that we put in power. I mean, I still remember when I went to that goddamn uh, town hall meeting. Again, I'm flabbergasted. No, I'm not. Robert E. Lee should not be on the name of a fucking school. Go fuck yourself. If you would not send a Jewish child to an Adolf Hitler high, what the fuck are you doing sending a Southern black child to a goddamn Robert E. Lee school? Go fuck yourself. <clears throat> and I'm sitting there at a town hall meeting. I clearly don't have a problem with public speaking, but when I hit the mic, my voice was shaking. I think you can still find it. I, I'm not even Google it. I'm dead serious. And you can hear it. It's like, you must be bad on the mic. I was shaking. I was so mad because people talked about Robert E. Lee like he was fucking Santa Claus. I'm like, am I really sitting here in a fucking state that wants to praise Robert E. Lee? Yeah. So much, in fact, that some dude, some white dude who on his tiptoes came up to the bridge of my nose, had the robust physique of this tablet pen. Because he was mad that I spoke against Robert E. Lee because I was leaving. I was like, I got to get out of here. And he met me in the hallway. And I'm like, dude, do not let your ass get whipped over some bullshit like this. But this is the state that I live in. Again, other than food and sports, 
This place has got no redeeming fucking qualities. But again, what's really setting me off is this abortion discussion. Because the anti-abortion, the draconian heartbeat laws, they're all being passed by conservative fucking Christians. Your stance is more hypocritical than just about anything I've ever fucking seen. You can't punish the baby for the crimes of the father. Have you heard this concept called sin, Christians? Change up your fucking business model. But you're also the fuck faces who you're the first ones to say, stop having babies that you can't afford. Well, I'm going to tell you something. You know how you curb unplanned pregnancies? Comprehensive sex education. You know what your response is? No. No. Again, please show me the situation where education is the more lethal of the two choices. Go fuck yourself. But a lady stepped up. And by lady, I mean countless. This is just a story that we know of, gang. I literally have a time bomb clicking in my gut. If I don't get this time bomb out out of my body, I can literally lose my life. And the state of Texas told her to go fuck herself. This isn't pro-force birth. This isn't we care about kids. This is all about we hate women. That's what this is. Texas hates women. The cornerstone of any society is a being that has a vagina. The first amongst us all had a fucking vagina. Women are the cornerstone, the kickoff point to any fucking society. And we just sat here and we told every single last one of them in the state of Texas to shut the fuck up. That's what this is. Again, I want to emphasize this before I go. A lady had an explosive device in her gut. That kid was going to terminate and had the potential to terminate both itself and the mother. Texas heard that news and just stuck to its fucking script. Texas hates women, gang. I got to get the fuck out of here. All right, gang, the big guy told you long enough. He's signing the fuck off. Jen and Truth, let's go. Once upon a time, this was a good place. Not anymore.